Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. But how much ice fishing you get in this winter, Ed? I did do a lot of ice fishing. I, I saw some stuff on social media. You were Yeah, I got in quite a bit. Any fun trips that stick out? No, I did some catfishing through the ice. That was pretty fun. That, Farm- that looked like a good time. Farm pond? Yeah. Yeah, down in the farm pond and then some yellow bass. They had a pretty good season. You travel up north for yellow bass or no, around here? I was around here. Nice. Really? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, the pond that, or actually a pit that I used to fish quite a bit. I got in some yellow bass this winter for the first time. Did you realize you're a poet and didn't even know it? That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. That's what I bring to the table. That and bush light. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of my favorite crappie pits, which is also probably around here too. It's becoming a lot more with yellow bass. Yeah. yeah. And like I showed you that picture, there's a state park that's right around our area, and hundreds of gizzard shad dead along the bank. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were any shad in there. Every little dumpy poop hole gets shad, and in that's it. what it was. It, it's about a foot and a half, maybe two foot deep in the deepest spot. It's deeper than that. No, it's not. The Silton Moor? Yeah. Last I, time I was out there was at least six. Yeah, I was going to say it was six, seven. Right there at the uh, the deepest hole, right behind that the skating deep, rink. Oh, really? Yeah. I walked clear across it. Didn't even get my waist wet. Really? Yeah. Oh. So that's why there's no fish in it. Yeah. Well, there's shad. <laughs> they are <laughs> Oh, fish. there's fish in it. By the hundreds. <laughs> When I was a kid, there was a there was a lot of northern in there. When I was a kid, there was a kid who came in the class and said, "When I first started teaching, and somehow fishing came up in the conversation, weird." <laughs> and uh, he said he caught a forty some pound flathead out of there. And to paint the picture, this is literally a little ten acre poop hole, yeah, shallow, silted, mucky mess. Yep. And I called bullshit on him. And made and put that twelve year old in his place. <laughs> then I, yeah. I fist bumped my chest. And, yeah. <laughs> and then he shows you a picture. And then he showed me a picture, and he's like, "In your face, Bauer." Yeah. That's not exactly how it went down, but he did bring a picture. 
Yeah, <laughs> paraphrasing. I, he probably caught it on 10-pound test. Well, what happened was, and I shortened the story, but I'll just say the story. Might as well say the whole thing. It, older gentleman was fishing for channel cats or whatever, hooked this fish, and allowed him to reel reel it in for part of the fight, which is super which is cool. Awesome. The guy yeah, that is cool. I've done that for my kid myself. So. And uh, well, and take it up a notch. This guy was just some rando dude. Oh, yeah. I, I do it for Spencer all the time. Right. <laughs> and I appreciate the shit out of it. Yeah, uh, it is. It is kind of nice to see your smile, Ryan. But it's yeah. nice to see his too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't want to see me pissy all the time. <laughs> but he had a picture with this 40-pounder laying on the bank. Yeah. And I'm assuming somebody went down to the river and caught it and let yeah. it go in there. But Well, yeah. I, um, when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, you did that? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But when I was a kid, I know um, some of my family members actually put some of them in there that were 18, 20 pounds. And that was what is, 25 years what ago. What is it with yeah. people wanting to do that? I don't know. Because ever like was, tons of people do that, they they catch a fish and they want to move it to a different body of water. I think they think that it ups their odds of catching it again if it's captive in that. Yeah. Shallow, and it probably you know, does. Because I know a lot of people do that with farm ponds. For one, if they're overran by small bluegills or crappie or something, and you need a predator. Then in you there. need a predator. Yeah. But also, I think in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I got a better chance of catching that fish again. Well, yeah, you get sick of catching four-inch crappies. Well, here's yeah. the thing is, if I put one into a pond, I'm never going to think about catching that out of the pond because I'm still fishing the river for one. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. You ever you ever hear the story about the Iowa record flathead? The 81 pound? Yeah, it came out of, I'll name the body water because it's written down if I can remember it. It's down by Sheraton, Lake Ellis. So the story is the, there's some... Old boys went down to fish the river and ran ditty poles on the river in, back in like the 1920s or something. And they had a cattle trough in the back of their Ford whatever at the time, you know. And they're driving back from the river, drunker in hell, and drove their truck, truck into Lake Ellis with a... Uh, tank of flatheads in the back of it and that's how flatheads got in the lake ellis and that's where the the state record got caught huh yeah karma yeah well i don't know if they caught it yeah actually the guy joe bays i think is the name of the guy who caught it and uh i worked for a mortician in high school i mowed like all the funeral homes I'd help set up gravestones. I did move a body one time, and when you're 16, that kind of freaks you out. Or but, 45, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm 35, and and you know, I, I was working on campers. There's a uh, there's one here in town where they uh, they burn the bodies or whatever you call it. Crematory. Crematory, yeah. And uh, right attached to it was a uh, uh, storage. Where some campers yeah. were, I had to go do some work on a camper, and, I and just they stored like, the bodies in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, 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 no, they they burned them in the same same building. Yeah, I did right. all the electric on that building. Yeah, it's, and it was you, you, yeah, you go in there and it's really creepy. Well, the the tie into the the flathead is Joe Bays's nephew. I think his last name was Bays. I think that's his name. I could be wrong, but his nephew was also worked for the mortician I worked for and he hired him to help paint a new funeral home that he bought. Nice. So I was painting with him unbeknownst to me. Well, unbeknownst to me until we started talking about fishing, it's like fishing oddly pops up in all these conversations <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so what do you got, Ryan? All right. 
let's uh kind of introduce ourselves oh yeah we should do that yeah we know spencer and you know me so let's start with ed some of you might give wish us a little didn't. background give us uh whatever you want people to know about you, ed oh i don't know you enjoy uh, long walks on the beach yeah long walks on the beach a lot of beaches uh, around here i don't know <laughs> i just like beaches. fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it really tell us about your fishing experience what do you like to fish for Oh, I like to fish for catfish and walleye mainly. Yeah. So you like the stuff I like that the tastes river good. fish. Yeah, yeah, I like tasting good yeah. fish. Do you hear about the river in Des Moines? What? You, you didn't hear about the the turds oh, village? Oh yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. <laughs> and I was thinking That's about crazy. how I fished downstream of that. <laughs> so what happened was there was a. Please don't a, tell me you ate them. Well, <laughs> just cut them a little extra. Was that your last catch? There, there's a main that broke in downtown Des Moines and spewed a bunch of untreated wastewater and gray water, as they termed it. So basically, there was a bunch <laughs> of brown trout. Yeah, a bunch of brown <laughs> trout swimming around. And uh, I've done quite a bit of fishing downstream of where that main was, and I fished right by. I've caught catfish right in front of that thing. Yeah. Um, but I haven't since that happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's down in Texas by now, I'm sure. <laughs> I hope so. It's funny you say that because we, you know, we have a turd creek or whatever you want to call it here. Everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere has, creek. has the turd creek. And uh, Grandma's like, we're, you know, if I brought a fish back for my grandparents, she'd be like, you didn't catch that down there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's um. How, what do you call them? The wastewater treatment facilities yep. close to where I live, and there's a wonderful spot to catch walleyes right there. Almost so convenient. Yeah, yeah. the so, water's warmer. It's kind of a steady temperature. They usually yep. put a bunch of rocks in there, so on the road. Yeah. Yep. So, Jeremy, tell us about you, man. Oh, well, I'm Jeremy. Um, I love to fish. I don't get out enough fishing. Uh, you're full of shit, which is why you're here. Yes, yes, I am full of shit. <laughs> As everybody knows, I am full of shit. And that's appreciated. Uh, um, yes. So, yeah, I I mainly focus on flatheads in the summer. And, uh, yeah, so that's... Once a while, I go with him and show him how it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time we, we went together, I mean, it was a weekend. We spent yeah. a weekend together yeah, we camped on, on, on my boat. boat. Yeah, And uh, the first night... Hooked into a five pounder, which actually I hooked. My hook was through the swivel of his his setup, so I caught his fish. It was <laughs> great. Those little bastards swallowed up, and they don't like to pull against tension, and they'll just swim yeah. around with it, unbeknownst <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah, I had that happen last year where I was fishing with that buddy of mine, Josh and BJ, douchebags. But <laughs> uh, I. We caught, maybe it's two years ago now, as a group, we caught 10. It was the best night of flathead fishing I'd ever experienced. The biggest one of the night, though, ate my bait, swam into BJ's line. He thought he had a bite, got all tangled up in his stuff. He sets the hook and reels it in, And but it had my hook in the corner of his mouth. Oh, man. <laughs> we tag team one last year, too, down in... I'm sure you did. By that boat ramp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fish, re- too. I don't remember that tag team. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's mine ran Well, tell up. me about it. I don't remember that one. Well, it was in yours, and I was downstream of you. 
and my clicker started rolling and then it stopped and then we noticed my line was going upstream mm-hmm. so i reeled it in reeled down on it set the hook we're on the bank or in kayaks on the bank okay we're just we're just upstream from that boat ramp i don't remember when Did, we, if when you we catch it above that lake this is what oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well that's what i was, <laughs> I was gonna ask if you catch a fish and forget about it, did you even really catch it? You didn't catch it. I caught it. It just had your hook in it. I'm not hook. talking about that one. <laughs> I'm just saying any fish I mean, in general. the one I caught on Ryan's line was my fish. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure it wasn't very big if we caught it down there. So you can have that one. <laughs> but no, that fish with Jeremy was awesome. I woke up early in the morning like you always do when you're camping outside. To pee because you drank too many beers? Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) But the first thing I see when I wake up is a family of river otter coming up. Oh, so going through a trail. There's like four of them. Yeah. And I was sitting there and we were watching and there's a big bridge right above us and Mm -hmm. here comes this cinnamon raccoon across with like four babies behind it. So we had to watch a cinnamon raccoon. This was all a half hour. That's it was awesome. Cool. That's really cool. Not bad for a couple of years ago there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We saw a cinnamon. The last time my boats moved. Yeah. <laughs> I think the buddy of mine who I was fishing with, Jesse, he's big waterfowler, and he saw a cinnamon teal. Is that a thing? I think he I said cinnamon so. teal. Yeah, everything's going to have genetic variants. But yeah, yeah, but it flew right in front of us when we were walleye fishing, and then I hooked one that was like 8 to 10 pounds and lost it right at my feet. So it was a cool, sad moment. It was. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of highs and then very low lows. <laughs> you just kind of made me think about the one time I was at the same spot Ryan and I were, but a few years before that, I had a buddy with me at the time, and we were both we were flathead fishing at night, you know. And Do you fish for anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crappie fish. I like to walk. Well, you, you, you petered out when you, you're like, I flathead fish and... <laughs> that, I, don't, I don't get to get out as much as nothing I used else to. really matters right <laughs> so if yeah. you only if you only flat, i fish for bait fish too so. sure you're a hell of a bullhead fisherman uh, i'm sl- hey low-key i might be the best bluegill fisherman you've ever met yeah i catch more bluegills than anybody i know i just use them for bait <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep the tanks stopped Anyway, uh, I'm a pretty good bullhead fisherman too. <laughs> top tier? Usually, would you would you yeah. say top tier? If we had a bullhead fish off between you and Ed, who's winning? I'm winning. Yeah, he's winning. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, I threw you a layup, man. Are we, are we are we at the same spot or? <laughs> Do we get to meet up somewhere later? I mean, we can we can figure out these details at a later yeah. date and time. Good. The great bullhead off. <laughs> Drink and it, and every uh, every uh, bullhead you catch goes in my bait tank though. Ooh, I like that. Idea. I think I gave you a bunch of bullheads, <laughs> and then I steal them. You did. <laughs> well, we ca- my- he went out and caught a bunch, and then couldn't go fishing. So I got his. Yeah, I got tied I, up. I, and my, I, I remember that my yeah. we caught fish on him. <laughs> thank you. Guys thank did. you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, what your story you were talking about? Oh, anyways, yeah, we're at the same spot, right? And I were. Um, and we both had a double. I forgot what we were talking about before that, where it started this, but... Flatheads. The excitement. Cool the highs stuff. and lows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he hooked up. I hooked up at the same time. And all of a sudden... And then we're night fishing. All of a sudden, my fish jumps out of the water. You Your know? flathead jumps out of the That's water? That's what I thought it was. Okay. You know? The way it was rip and drag, I, I, I could have swore it was... The real one? The, the one. Yeah. 
And uh, anyways, it turned out it was a 26-inch walleye out of there. Uh, and, a walleye uh, was ripping drag? Ripping drag. I'm questioning not the story drag, now. Not, 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 <laughs> not drag, the clicker. Oh, okay. Yeah, the clicker. Okay. And uh, he ended up with a 7, 10-pound flathead. And had a so you ate six. good, is what you're saying. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did, yes. Yeah. Well, the flathead was released. I don't ever keep any flatheads. Oh, man. I there's In my mind, there's nothing wrong with keeping a 7-pound flathead. Well, no, you, I, and you, I don't you, either. You had filet mignon and ribeye in the boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little surf and turf. Is, have any of you doubled up on flatheads? Not at the exact same time, no. but within minutes. Minutes, yeah, probably minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I had my first one this last summer, but I don't count it hardly because they're both under five pounds. But I've had three oh, different... fish is a fish. Uh, I've had three times where I've hooked up on a big dog, simultan- two big dogs simultaneously, and I've only ever gotten one. Ugh. It's just a bird. Well, my usually ass. that's out of your kayak, isn't it? It's when happened. It's happened out of kayak? my kayak. It happened out of my that. Remember that fourteen foot John boat I used to have? Yeah. It happened out of that, and then one was on the bank. Well, you suck. That's all there is to it. Agreed. Yeah, I you, mean, well, I mean, if they're I, over five pounds, I suck. I mean, I, I could send my just, nine-year-old just daughter with you. And some of she your videos. Be on and see, you I could have used your help. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the daytime fish and catching the flatheads in the daytime, I've never caught a flathead in the daytime. Well, the body of water that you're spending most of your time, you can do it during the day, but for whatever reason, it's tough. And I don't can it's it can be done. I don't know why it's tough, but it's been tough for me to consistently catch them during the day. Yeah, I just never, never been I, able to. My, and it's very seasonal. Yeah. It's a, it, it isn't, it's a, it isn't, though. Well. Like, there's times where they move around more during the day, but, like, when they're not moving around as much during the day, you just got to get closer to cover. Yeah. I think the issue around here is the, the density of the structure. Because you go to other places, and a piece of structure is a single tree. Yeah. And to be able to pick apart Fast a single current. tree yeah. isn't as big of a deal, but to pick apart a pile right of junk. Well, yeah. a pile of 10 trees, he's so far back in there, you're never going to get a big And if you do, him. your chances of him getting out aren't very likely. But it'll be a wild ride. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love fishing with Spencer when we're in that thick stuff. He's like, oh, tree one. Drops it down another foot. Tree two drops it down another foot. <laughs> Most people would <laughs> like, be like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. And then I'm like, Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> like you this might is well why just, you don't catch fish. Right. You might as well yeah. just throw your hook and wait in the water and then watch me catch this fish. Well, there was, <laughs> there was a quote. There's a, there's a dude who guided flatheads on the Rock River for a long time, and he'd get feature, featured in, like, in Fisherman every once in a while and stuff. His name was Denny Halgren. And um, he, the quote I remember was, every time he makes a cast for daytime flatheads, because he's one of the guys who kind of started it. Yeah. Um, he never expects to get his hook back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He expects just, to lose yeah. his rig every time. If you leave your phones on the table, it seems to make it the static a little more. I don't know why. <laughs> Frequencies and whatnot. That better. So far. Yeah. Good. So far. Yeah. I never noticed that, actually. I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Regular Pink Panther over here. Right. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about fishing legacy. You know, Whoa. We've, we've talked about we've talked about how you and I kind of started fishing. Yeah, and you know, Jeremy's dad. I grew up, and he was one of the biggest river rats around. You know, yeah, trapping, fishing, hunting. So, 
I mean, sports like this are handed down from generation to oh, generation. Sure. And I know Jeremy's grandpa did a lot of fishing. You know, his he's got his son into fishing. Yep. So just what do you guys feel about the importance of not only gaining that knowledge from those, your grandparents, your parents, but also passing it down not only to your kids but to their friends, things like that. See, I was way off when you said legacy because I wasn't thinking of it from a parent perspective. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just so, a selfish individual. So I, I mean, uh, I didn't really get to learn a lot from my dad. Uh, my grandpa taught me more, uh, more about the basics of the flyhead fisherman. Uh-huh. And uh, so either way, Dad it still grandpa, got handed down. Yeah, to you. It still got handed down. Yeah. So being able to pass that on to my kid, the knowledge that I've got, and he's going to be able to do it for future generations is going to be, that's, that's probably, I hold that at heart for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's something that the outdoors really leads to versus yep. some of the other activities, yep. you know? Well, then there's not so much an age limit on it. Like, uh, hunting there, there is, and there isn't, you know, it varies from person to person, how young, your kid is when you hand them a shotgun well yeah. even sitting in a tree stand or something before they're allowed to to hunt is a yep. great experience right but it's a giant i'm well i'm thinking of all the little kids i've taken in situations like that it's a giant <laughs> pain in the ass it is yeah, and it your is. odds of harvesting go way down you know, yeah. it was, uh, two years ago i just took my kid out for the first his first hunt on youth season uh-huh deer hunt yep yeah, deer hunt yeah. and uh with a crossbow and as these does were walking out, he's like, Dad, can I just take a doe? Uh, yeah. Get, get, get it done. Yeah. yeah. Get, get, yes. you know, get that I first kill out of the way. Get that first kill out of the way. Get it done. And as he was just getting up, and he was resting the crossbow on, on my knee, here a couple, couple of hunters on public land. and uh, Well, at least he know, got that experience hear, out of the way. To hear a nine-year-old <laughs> just like, cuss those kids out I was like man i feel you but i gotta be the bigger guy right now man. right that's that's the part of hunting too yeah you know? it's, yeah it's it part is. of fishing too people walking in on you doing the same or thing. people are already there or already yeah, there. There. So you gotta change your plans yep. last minute well there's a, a local spot that i fit i've i'd love to fish it and when the water conditions are what they currently are it's a great place but it's always been full it's always been full right. and it's been that way as long as I've lived up here, so that's over a decade. And it's amazing that it's always full and it always produces fish. Right. You know what I mean? Well, Spots I'm, like that are, well, not always, but it's pretty consistent. High, high percentage. At the right water level, it's very consistent, which we are at currently. So I will probably wake up at 4.30 tomorrow to try to beat everybody. Get that last <laughs> spot that's available. But Wednesday was the perfect day. Cause, so it's well aerated. What do you mean? I just figured it was a spillway somewhere. No, no. <laughs> um, but Wednesday was perfect because it was raining. I, I had it to myself and beat up the walleyes. Walleyes love rain. Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, love, yeah. they love clouds. They love wind. They love rain. And yep. I don't, but I, I bought a badass rain suit, so it'd be a poor investment for me not to use the thing. As far as legacies, nobody in my family really were fishermen. I mean, yeah. they were hunters, but and I don't hunt. Yeah, I like fishing. I mean, did you when you were younger get tag along a little bit and get the experience of hunting or? Not really. Not really. I mean, I just never. I like it. I think it's pretty cool, but I just never really got into it. But yeah, that's fun. When I got older and raised the kids and everything, I 
started getting more into fishing. So you take any of your kids fishing at all? Scott, Scott goes much? with me once in a while, but the he's rest a good of them, kid. Yeah, I really like Scott. He's, he's good a good kid. kid. He was in the first class I ever had as a teacher. Yeah. Well, you knew that. Yeah. It's worth mentioning though. It's uh, funny you say that. I was in similar shoes. It's like, other than my great grandpa, who I never met, nobody was really a big angler in my family. Yeah. But my dad loved to hunt, and and I say that they would always take me. I I'd always love fishing. They would always take me fishing. So I always had, you know, yeah, a means I, to I get out there. I remember going fishing with my dad, you know, once or twice, but nothing. Yeah. Nothing like you do now. No. <laughs> nothing like I do now. <laughs> How many and days I, a year do you think you fish? Me? Yeah. Oh, man. 100, 200? As many as possible. Because <laughs> you're trying to get away from your wife, is it? No. That's usually my Just plead. <laughs> plead the fifth. I, I go two or three times a week. Nice. Yeah. Or more. You know, well, you got a pond close. You got a river yeah. close. You got some pits close. Yeah, well, there's a lot of close You're in a pretty good situation yeah. to be, yeah. be able to fish a lot. Yeah, she likes me to get out of her hair. So. Oh, they all do. <laughs> see, that's so funny. I'm all right with that, too. That's funny yeah. you say that because, you know, somebody will see how much I fish and they're like, how do you... How do you get to go fishing so much? Sometimes. I've actually thought that before. <laughs> See? You know, my my uh, my girlfriend and I was be laying in bed, and I'll be watching your video, and he she'd be like, "Is he really fishing again? He fishes all the time." I'm Correct. Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Well, this is why I don't get to fish." <laughs> no, I get pushed. I don't get pushed out the door all the time, but every once in a while, yeah. L will be like, I got stuff to do, so if you want to go fishing, it'd be a good time. Yeah, okay. like, I, and oh, I always pick the worst If we got something usually. going on, obviously, I'm not going to go, but yeah. if we ain't got nothing going on, I'm going. So tomorrow is pizza night, pizza date night, and then Saturday. Is it bait night, date night, or just date We're not to that point of the not, year yet. Not ready. <laughs> We're about... That's the best thing I've ever heard. He has In the summer, he has bait night, date night. Yeah, we'll, we'll go out and catch bait together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jenny's helped me catch a lot of bait. Yeah. Man, that's I've great. tried to get my wife to go. Just go. Just yeah. hang out. That's all you have. And bait nope. fishing is the best time to take them because they're not okay. bored. Usually, yes. they're catching fish. They're catching yep. fish. And, that. and then we go to eat dinner afterwards. That's our thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, as long awesome. as you don't wash your hands, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> she makes me wash my hands. If not, he'd be a savage. Oh, she I would be disgusting. <laughs> she definitely keeps him in. Well, I'm, I'm much more gross now that I'm starting to do more blue cat fishing. Yeah. Because Shad oh. and Skip Jack Herring are the two grossest creatures and I've ever And then you connect with. and you're just slimed. You think northern pike are bad with slime. Blue oh. cats are horrible. Oh I think God. I would argue northern smell worse. They though. do smell worse, yeah. but yeah, they don't they really produce the, produce the slime amount that uh, blue cats do. But yeah, date night, bait night works out real good. It's very utilitarian. You know, you get a job done, and then you also get to spend some quality time together. and Make some memories. Yeah, it works out good. And I do the same. And I think my girlfriend's been flathead fishing with me twice and caught him both times both times yeah we connected the first time she's a big reader she yeah. loves reading books so she took a book light and was reading her book and just got swarmed by bugs <laughs> <laughs> she was there for about 10 minutes and was ready to go home i'm yeah. like just shut your light off well the thing Let's with fish till midnight yeah. 
Yep. The thing with flatheads, you buy that by timber lots of times, and yeah. timber's where the bugs are, and I don't even know what kind of bugs they are. They're not skeeters. They're, no, a lot of times it's whatever's hatching. Right, it's know? those little moth things. Yeah, mayflies. Or, or, mayflies, yeah, and as soon as you turn that light on, just It's boom. just a tornado. Yeah. So she got to experience that. So the second time, and she caught a 20-something that night. Yeah, I'm like four-pound line. Well, that was the second one. Oh, yeah. that was bigger than 20. Yeah, that was a 34, 35. That's a serious fish. And she caught it on, I think it was 17-pound. It was my channel cat rod. (laughs) Because I just took a channel cat rod because, you know, I figured dad keep her busy, and she did. She caught four or five channel cat, and then all of a sudden, we had a bell on the end of it because it was down. We were sitting in the flathead area, and... Her pole was over in the channel cat area. And the flathead didn't get the memo. The flathead did not know. But that bell sounded like it was rung with a hammer. Da-ding! Da-ding! <laughs> I have a and, feeling I know where that was at. Yeah, probably. I bet you fished and, there. But no, she, I've honked at him while him and, him and her were down there that night. And it but, was... But she set the hook and just started fighting it, and the reel was squealing. I thought she was fighting a snag, so I was over there laughing just watching her. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, give me the rod. And I grabbed it, and I felt the head shakes. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) That moment where the bow starts pulling you forward. Yeah. So I hand the rod back to her, and she got it in. I mean, it was was pretty impressive. little five-aught hook with a piece of bait about the size of my thumb on it. Caught a 34, 35. It happens. It happens. Did I ever tell a story about when I went in after Flathead there? I when me and you yeah, fished that like, spot. That was one of the first times we ever went fishing. We did. And we didn't get a bite, and we just ended up getting drunker and shit. Allegedly. Uh, no, I was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally got a bite hooked up, and it felt like a decent fish. Got it close to the bank, and all of a sudden it just was solid. And there's that sandbar drop-off. So you feel like the fish is just right there, you know. It's right next to the bank. and You take two steps, and you're up to your pecker in the water <laughs> so so i i uh didn't fall over that ledge but i i got a grip of how deep the drop off was so ryan held the fishing pole and kept made sure the fish was on there and i got down to my boxers and grabbed the fishing rod went in and got ended up getting the fish out and you took a picture of me holding that thing <laughs> like my eyes weren't even open and i'm standing there how many people you think have seen you with your eyes half open <laughs> oh. <laughs> A lot of people. (laughs) But But, that was the moment I'm like, this guy thinks a lot like me. Yes. Yes. We're going to get along. We're going to fish a lot. So my brother and I, we were in a boat one night, and we were uh, were fishing uh, where a creek comes into the river. And uh, the creek was real shallow, but he had been seeing seeing the flathead swim up his creeks. I was like, well, take me up there. You know, I want to yeah. try to catch one. I've of never these. seen that. That'd yeah, be sweet. It, oh, yeah. And it's real shallow. They're trying to get up there. And, anyways, I have a video. Springtime, I'm guessing, when they were going up. Or, uh, you know, I can't really remember. You got a video spring. of it, though? I do somewhere. Oh, I want to see that. I think it's on my Facebook somewhere. So, anyways, I got out of the boat. Yeah. And I stripped down all the way into my boxers. And I tried to <laughs> reach in this, this flathead's mouth. He's probably 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, the power of a green twenty to thirty pound flathead versus fire. Oh my I felt gosh. the power of oh it. It scared me. I jumped like I was like <laughs> screaming like a little girl. Like yeah, was, I've always wanted a noodle, you know. And where where we're at, it's illegal as shit to do. But yeah, I was like, well, why not try it? 
Yeah. <laughs> this is a, like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where I've got this flathead, and my brother's got lights on his eyes, and he's still trying to just calmly swimming up this creek. I'll show you the video. Yeah, I'll you'll have to, have to show it. me the video. <laughs> now, the flathead won. That's the oh, yeah. of the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the flathead won. <laughs> yeah. No, remember when we saw that small bath swimming up the creek? Yeah. Yeah, that was... That yeah, was that was pretty, pretty cool. So that's the only thing I've seen. I've never seen a flight do it. I've seen a smallmouth do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and I never had before either. I had so. a buddy who told me he was fishing a little creek, and there was a like a two or three foot hole, and they night fish it, and there'd be some channel cats moving around. They catch channel cats, and there was there's a real shallow run. It wasn't a rapids because this this creek didn't really have rock. It was like sandy, mucky, mud stuff. But there was a real shallow spot just up from this depression and they heard something thrashing around and shine their light. And there was a 20 to 30 pound flathead just wow. trying to make his way up through it. You know, I've, I've heard about that. The spot where we were talking about earlier, there's a creek right side, right outside of it. And my uncle said, he's caught a 30 pounder out of there. Well, when if there it's was where a I'm thinking, spill just north of us, is it where I caught about my... two years ago? There was several over thirty pound that died. Oh yeah, those yeah. it's amazing how small water they'll move up. Yeah, yeah. and walleyes, big walleyes out of there too. Just, oh really? Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, was, yeah. I've caught a big walleye up by there too. Yeah. Not a big, big, big walleye, but you know, twenty incher. Very, very good sized fish. Yeah. 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 And for around here, that's a pretty good sized wall. Yeah. Oh, I take five of out them of, every time. Out of, <laughs> out of a creek, you were, I was using corn. You caught yeah. a walleye on corn? On corn. That's one thing Jug about fish. small waters is when fish get compressed and the forage base drops, they start eating weird shit. Yep. It's like you they're see out, it in farm hungry. ponds too. You know, like how often do you hear about somebody catching a catfish on a top water in a a large lake rarely yeah so but in par- farm ponds you hear yeah. about that shit all the time what the pond ed's next to you know <clears throat> we we forgot bait in town ran back and we got we got jerky we were catching catching bait on jerky yeah slices <laughs> of jerky yeah. well it wouldn't yeah. come off your hook that's probably a pretty good yeah bait. it was too <laughs> it was really great and and that was the same night that we doubled up on that wall, or I got that wall, and you got that flyhead was off the bait. Out off of the that. jerky bait. Yeah. Well, it tastes like you Jack bet. Link's. Like, I want some of that. Teriyaki, teriyaki bluegills, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be sharing all your secrets on here. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever helps the next person. I, d- I do enjoy um, the early part of flyhead fishing when I'm using a lot of suckers and creek chubs because usually. Or most seasons, you'll get like one, two, three walleyes. Yeah. And it's always a pleasant surprise. Oh, when yeah. You pull one up, and you're like, dinner. Dinner. <laughs> Are you catching any flatheads yet? I I haven't here. I actually caught my first February flathead, but it was in Florida, so it doesn't oh, count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that excited me until you said Florida. Yeah. yeah. Ed, what's your favorite species? If you want to fish for one kind of fish, what are you fishing for? I'd probably say walleye. Walleye? Yeah. What do you like about them so much? They taste good. <laughs> I mean, they don't fight, you know, but I don't know. I just like them. What's uh, your tactics? What do you use for walleye? Just swim baits mostly. Yeah? Yeah. Jig and swim Do any live bait under a bobber? I've anything? never had much luck with live bait with them. I, I seem to catch the Spring. bigger ones. Yeah, bigger ones with a creek chub and a bobber. I like and just a is... jig and a crawler in the spring. That's exactly yeah. what I was saying, yeah. a jig and a crawler. Yeah. But, or maybe even a, a large minnow. 
they they don't stay on the hook as well as they the crawler don't. does. The crawler does stay on nice. The crawler's probably my favorite. Jigging and crawler for spring And if walleye don't get it, you're going to catch a carp or a channel Something, cat or yeah, bass. Or yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, everything if loves crawlers. You, you get tired of, you know, casting and bringing her back in, you just leave her sit out there, you're going to catch something. <laughs> but there's no substitute for the bite you get on Especially a jigging plastic. Enough. Yeah. Like that thump, that big walleye that I lost at my feet. One of the reasons was I bombed a cast as far as I could. There's a little bit of a, a drop off off the backside of that sandbar. And th- there's a corner. Like, so you have the, the mid river drop off. Um, and then you have a drop off on the inside from where the sandbar comes out and where they meet. That's kind of like a high percentage spot. So, like, every cast, I'm trying to get there and. I don't know. It's probably forty, like thirty to forty yards. So it's you can make it, but you get with an eighth ounce jig in plastic. You yeah. gotta gotta wing it. Yeah, yep. play the wind. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yep. that that cast, I nailed it, and that fish hit it before it even touched the bottom. Like I was letting it drop, and I watched the line jump, and I felt just a, a little twinge. Um, actually, it was a pretty good thump considering how slack no the line yeah. was. Those thumps are nice. Yes. Yeah. I haven't felt one in a long time, but there's there's nothing you'll forget about about the thump. Right. Yeah. That's that's what brings me back to walleyes every right. time. But yeah. I fought that fish and got him right to my feet and it was clear in the back of her throat, but I didn't punch the hook in as good as I would have liked and when she opened her mouth and thrashed her head the jig. She spit a loogie at you and uh, yeah. 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 out came your jig. Yeah. yeah. But at least you got to see her. You know, after that fight, if you didn't see the fish, you wouldn't have known I've, it was that nice of a walleye. You know I what mean, I mean? fought pretty good. I, yeah. You wouldn't, but then you, when you see it, you can't weigh them in the water, but you get a pretty good gauge of yeah. it. I've got the same thing. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. We were just throwing out night crawlers on jig heads, you know. Just, mm-hmm. the only, it was on Memorial weekend, actually. We took a river cruise on the boat, and we went up to another boat ramp. Come back, just cruising. We're like, well, shit. Here's an eddy. Let's let's fish it. No, but there's no access to it because it's all steep ravines. And yep, there's this, yep. this We're throwing throwing night crawlers out there, and she caught a I don't know what seemed like a four foot fucking carp. Yep. And uh, which I'm sure she was pumped about. Oh yeah, I was pumped about it because <laughs> she's got this little you know ultralight rod and this thing is folded over <laughs> just <laughs> screaming drag and she's never had nothing like that before yeah and uh so anyways wasn't 10 minutes after i went to reach for that carp 10 minutes after that i caught this walleye and this walleye is 28 29 Ooh, big dog yeah, yeah. Alec, out of yeah, well, out, of the, out, out of the that river, place. out of that place, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got she got a video of me with it, and as soon as I went to grab it, poof, spit the hook back out and got away it went. I mean this that was my nicest walleye I've yeah. ever ever seen alive. Right. But you probably yeah. would have tossed it back anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I would have tossed it back anyway. But I would so to have that in my footage. hands. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I yeah. she's got a video of me touching it. Here, so it counts. Would, would you rather, I'll give you t- two scenarios, the, the scenario that you just experienced or two years ago I snagged a 30-incher in the side of the face but landed it. What would you rather, lose a 30-incher at your feet or, or snag it, land it, but never well, technically I, catch it? 
I don't know. You caught it still. I mean, <laughs> it, it, snag is not catching though, but at the same time, you got to hold a 30-incher, and I have it. Yeah, it, those, like it's cool just to see on. that yeah. fish, but it's not the same fish. It's not. Like a 30-incher here and a 30-incher in Erie, yes, they're the same fish, but they're not the same. No, the one in Erie is about a pound and a half bigger and just looks like a It, it looks like a, a perch. If, if they're identical, yeah. they're not the same fish. Well, it looks like one of those jumbo perch. Every walleye up there is so fat. But it, it doesn't mean anything up out. there. That's true. That's what I'm but, saying. It's yeah. like, it's the same, but it's not the same. Yeah. Like here, a 30-inch walleye means so much more. Oh, that's like a 35 up there. Yeah. They're unheard of. That's what you I'm getting I mean? at. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, uh, have you ever heard of a 35 over there? There has been. I think, the, I think uh, that area, there's been 36s. Holy shit. Three, three feet three of walleye. Three feet of walleye. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 My buddy's got a 32 out of this body of water down here. I've never seen a 32. And it's unbelievably big like yeah yeah i've seen um that come out of the remember no i I did see uh, a 33 a while back when i was catching those uh stripers you asked me oh yeah 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 yeah, it was in the same spot as that oh yeah so it was uh that's so weird that you got those out of the creek yeah 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 no but uh weird and awesome and awesome No, I saw the I biggest the biggest walleye. Oh yeah, the, their thumps are kind of nice too. Yeah, and it's real comparable, especially yeah. a big one. Except when you set the hook on a big one, but well, I mean, it just depends on what you consider big. Like anything over any any hybrid over five pounds is a pretty damn nice one. Anything over two will fight better than any of yeah. other five pound fish around. Yeah. Or a ten pound walleye. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, probably my hardest fighting fish was my two and a half pound bluegill that I caught. You caught a two and a half pound bluegill. Uh, two and a half. Yeah, it was uh, Holy eleven shit. and a half inches. Did you use it for bait? No. You had. <laughs> you no. missed the boat. I, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> And it was in the middle of summer, too. Yeah. I was actually using a rampola. We were, uh, I don't bass fish often, but every once in a while, you know. the I get talked into it on occasion. It's <laughs> nothing to be ashamed <laughs> of. There is a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, don't, I don't like to say, hey, I just went out bass fishing. No, I was, I was fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a bet. I had to go out bass fishing. So, anyways, this, uh, this pit we were fishing, if you go out there with uh, rattle traps, it's hand over fist bass. Like, yeah. funnest times I ever had. The biggest you fish. You need to get out more. Yeah, agree. <laughs> the biggest fish I've ever uh, caught repeatedly was, that That was probably what it was. Yeah. It was the uh, the steadiness of the big fish coming yeah. in. Oh, know, yeah. From six to three pounds. That's great. Yeah, that's and a good And a six-pound bass, is, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Especially when, like my you biggest said, it's crappie over and over. came out of there too, and it was eighteen inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught when I was like a sophomore in college. I caught an eighteen, an eighteen and a half, and a nineteen-inch crappie out of a pond. And I went and I put them in my brother's pond. My brother had a pond. The very next day, a kid, a local kid, went to my brother's pond, caught that nineteen-incher put it on the wall oh. i'm like i just put it in there <laughs> yeah. less than 24 hours ago 
I I feel you on that because the same one. So I caught my crappie, my eighteen through the ice. You caught an eighteen inch crappie through the Jesus, ice. Jesus, yeah. you are a pan. I'm you're the panfish expert, not me. And, uh, I'm anyways, not the world's greatest bluegill so, fisherman this was anymore. At my, a family owned pond. Yeah. And uh, so, family died. They sold it. They drained this pit. And I, I've got video of putting this thing back in there, you know, hoping for times to come. And yeah. Pond's gone. Drained it all into the river. <sighs> Big old flat. Probably enjoyed that 18 Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't long after that I cut a 16 and a 15 behind it. Yeah. So that And those were my three biggest crappies back, back, back. Yeah, we, was, we caught one on uh, Topwater. Or it was that day we caught on Topwater Rapalos. We caught like seven over 16 inches. It was crazy. Out of a pond? They were in their spawning beds. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Right off the spawning bed. It and was. It looked like a five-pound smallmouth grabbed it. They were just <laughs> whoosh. That's that same pit, you know. I don't know what it is about pits, but they got... Pits big, grow they, big crappies. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why either. And big bluegills. Yeah. That, the, the two biggest bluegills, which I have a... The, the 11 and a half and a 10 and a half, they both came out of the same pit. Wow. Which what's the awesome. what's the biggest tanked. bait you ever used for flatheads? Oh man, I had a warm mouth that was <laughs> huge. So like a pound, probably. Yeah. It was way well over bigger than my head, right? Or my my head, but my hand. <laughs> you got a big head. Yeah, yeah, big like head. a ten, <laughs> like a twenty pound freaking warm mouth. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I I caught a channel cat one time. Tried to just use it as bait. It was probably about a pound. Yeah. Yeah. You ever caught one on a channel cam? No, I haven't. I haven't either. No. I've used I've them tried. several times, and I've well, never got run out of bait, catch channel cat. Yeah. Well, we were catching blue cat on blue cat. We were. Yep, down down south. One of our wow. biggest ones we caught down there. It was. It was. And I got to reel it in on your rod, so thank you. No problem. <laughs> here to help out. Crazy. Yeah. Go works. team. <laughs> yes. Go team. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Well, when you're boat fishing, especially in that situation you got six rods out and whoever I, gets to it i was yeah, right yeah, by yeah, it yeah, yeah, it yeah. just goes down and i'm just yeah. right there like yeah i'm, I'm not down. gonna Ooh. not reel down yeah. on the fish and take the chance of missing hey, you're wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, there was a couple times i did run you over to get to the rod <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish you would have done it more so <laughs> i need to be more videos of that <laughs> I was uh I was editing one of those days before I came over here and I just got it done and then hopped in my truck and I've reeled in most of the fish on that trip. Well, we kind of took turns. We got to the point where you'd catch one, then you'd go to the front of the boat. Yeah, you'd catch one. They just kept hitting my I I kept everybody put out two rods. Mine got hit every time, and like, it was always we always number left to right the rod holders one through six. Yep. Rod four got hit ninety percent of the time. Yes, yeah, it was ninety percent of the time, and that was right in the freaking middle. Yep, it it was nuts. Well, is and it is it that nuts? It is because there was different setups, and it's not like we're in the same. There was spot. a few little details that were different with what I was doing that made all the difference. You were further away from the boat, so that's one. It was one, and. Well, you you can't say it was always in the spot because we were swaying so much, and you know we'd set up in ten uh, different I, spots. I just swaying so much, but is your bait swaying so much? It it, it definitely moves around, but yeah. the Wait. so the the differences a lot of the differences were 
So number one, my baits were the fur like the furthest back most of the time. Number two was how I hooked baits is different than how everybody else was hooking baits. And then I was also using double hook rigs. Yeah. And the spacing on my double hook rigs can make a big difference. Yeah. And for whatever reason, catfish don't seem to, they got to be more tuned up to eat a bait that's spinning really hard in the current. So if you hook your bait in a way where it doesn't spin as much, they're more apt to eat it, which I didn't say anything because... You're an asshole. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never thought about that ever. Well, but I've never, I've never what, done that fish. If I'm, you're if you're on the water 250 days a year, you, you pick start, up a few sure, things. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky to be out twice a year anymore. Right. But yeah, I mean, those little details when you have inactive fish, that's when it makes most of the difference. Because like people say, that shit don't matter because I was fishing in July. when A the lot wa- of times it doesn't. When yeah. the weather was consistent and they were all ramped up and you're right. And then it doesn't matter. But then people just extrapolate that over a whole calendar year. And that's just, yeah, sometimes it doesn't matter, but lots of times it does. That's yeah. To me, that's the same thing with like noise and lights when you're flathead fishing. People say, that shit don't matter. Well, sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. And I want to catch fish whether it does or doesn't. So I keep it quiet and keep it dark all the time. Yeah. I've I've been in boats where, you know, music's going, we're having a good time, drinking beers. And and you can't keep the fish off you. You can't keep the fish off you. And I've had the next night, same spot or not far from it, Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. So it's, yeah, it's... I, well, I look at you, flyhead fishing like baseball season. You play the odds over the course of a whole season, and you're, like, if you if your batting strategy is for a higher percentage over the course of the season, you're probably going to have a higher batting average. Um, sure, you're still going to have nights where you go 0 for 5. Everybody does. Oh, yeah. yeah. But over the course of a season, more it's going to pay out more. So, and I kind of think of, like, pre-spawn, that's like the rut of deer. Like oh, they're yeah. the most active. Oh, they, yeah. They, nothing makes sense. They will just. They show up in dumbass dumb yeah. places, too. Yeah. So that's kind of like the rut in deer, is what I kind of think of it. And then you get, you know, post spawn, and then you really got to start fishing. Yeah. You got you to gotta start using a little more brains. Yeah, Which is hard for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's nothing I have. I know how to bait a hook, and I can throw it out. All right, next thing we're going to talk about is superstitions. Are there any fishing superstitions that you believe in or that you have tossed out the window but have heard? Before. What about you, Ed? You got any superstitions? I really don't have any superstitions. Don't have any? You just do what you do? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just never have been superstitious. Like one that, you know, a group of guys that we went with, bananas on a boat or kayak is way forbidden and we got some hurt feelings one day because some bananas were put on some kayaks and you know that buddy of mine who guides in st louis jason yeah. he takes a banana on his boat every day just to make that point and then when he catches a slob he'll have his instagram story and he'll have a picture of the slob <laughs> and then the next picture is a banana <laughs> <laughs> but that's one superstition that you hear of is there any other ones that you guys have- i you know and i was a big one of, of the light 
when I was flathead fishing, the fires, you know, if you're going to build a fire. That's not a superstition, though. That's science. The, okay. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know. I've caught them with fire, and I've caught yeah. them with not fire. It's kind of like And with, with the fire is a lot more comforting than without. <laughs> well, I, it depends on how cold it is, really. Yeah. So Sometimes we just make a fire for light. But. My data on that one is natural, like, fire light doesn't affect them as much as a spotlight, spotlight. But I, so so i've always grandpa was always get your light off get your light off mm-hmm. you know and i always had a spotlight on my head yeah get it off the river get it off so that, and I, that stuck yeah so when i was it sounds fires, like we can go fishing <laughs> so when i was making fires i would you know usually i was on a sandbar or on a bank if i was on a bank didn't matter. Right. If I was on a sandbar, you dig it in a little bit. Sure. That's yeah. all. There is nothing better than a nice campfire when you're pulling it all night. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's pretty yeah. sweet. It it completes the circle. Yeah. You kind know, like you have... morale a little bit. Yep. And... Yep. And then if it gets a little chilly, you just get a little close to the fire. I'm going yeah. camping Monday. Holy crap. I'm excited. Well, can't I... be any worse than the first night of it. Can't say I wouldn't if I couldn't. Yeah, I love yeah. I love cold weather camping. It's a low yeah. of thirty two, but I got the sleeping bag for it. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to do it without. I'm not taking any food. Oh man, I'm gonna try to yeah. catch some fish and eat fish while I'm out. But you're there. not gonna fish overnight. You're gonna fish till dark and then go to bed and then get up. And fish. Yeah, probably. Yeah. This time of year, kind of. But do you know worthless you effort? To, you don't. You can catch walleyes at night. Yeah, yeah that's true. But are the, you gonna get out of your sleeping bag for it? <laughs> no, no. Hope you have a circle hook. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty jacked about that one. I'm I've been trying to get out and go camping there, do that for a while, and it just as much freedom as it might appear that I have, I I still have a lot of crap that gets in the way of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of obligations. You got a lot of forks in the fire or whatever they say about it. That's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the only thing I have as far as fishing superstitions go was the I used to never would never wear a Cubs hat because I thought it was bad luck and the deal was I would start fishing in a Cubs hat when they win the World Series and then they won in 2016 and I've been wearing one. You, you make more video <laughs> more bets with yourself than anyone I've ever met in my life. Like you like you're not drinking right now. Right. Because you just told yourself I'm not drinking till turkey season. And there a couple of years back you gave up drinking for a while just Just cause. Just cause you want to tell yourself I'm I'm not gonna drink for I'm a while. in charge of myself. <laughs> okay, right. That's good. And you, I gotta prove you gotta that ground to... yourself once in a while. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the ability a few times. Yeah. <laughs> And truthfully, the only time I drink is, like, podcasts, fishing, that's it. Like, that case of beer, whatever we don't drink, it'll probably sit there until the next time we have a podcast. Or sometimes there isn't any left. Sometimes there isn't. <laughs> but you're not drinking tonight, so there nope. probably is going to be. That's there okay. I'll do it for him. <laughs> All right. Let's go over next topic. What is your first, your perfect fishing trip? You can go any direction you want with this. If you think of your perfect fishing trip, how would that? What would in, be entailed in that? Ed, let's start with you. Mine would have to be ice fishing. Ice fishing. I would have to go somewhere in Minnesota or South Dakota. What are you fishing for? Fish. Fish. Probably walleye. 
You ever heard of uh, Lake Winnipeg? I've heard of it. That'd be that'd be a good one to go to. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be my camping out on the ice. And yeah, fishing. That yeah, would be good in a, a luxury like a ice castle, or you just camping in a tent? Probably in a hut. Yeah. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the low keyness of it. Yeah. Although, with that being said, I do want to go camp out or quotation marks camp out <laughs> get a hotel on the water yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> i think that would be sweet to set up in an ice castle on like a destination fishery that has yeah. giant walleyes in it oh yeah. man just wait for your rattle wheel to go off and, and stumble over right there <laughs> <laughs> kick, kick a couple beer cans i'd have to say that'd be a pretty good one too that yeah. would be. but yeah mine would have to be uh I haven't caught a blue cat. Yeah. I think that would be a, f- a blast is catching a big old blue cat. They're yeah. fun, man. Yeah. They're, they're not a flathead. To me, flathead's king, but... Flathead's they, king. They make the, the colder times go by a lot faster. Yes. Absolutely. You can catch them a lot more variety of ways and a lot of uh, different times where you can't catch flathead, which yes. make them pretty cool. Yes. And they get slobs. Yeah. You know, a 25-pounder is nothing you know, yeah you just, you're like oh another 20s i i'd say <laughs> you're that'd be great the i haven't thought of a 25 comparison for a flathead but when i think of an 80 like for comparison flathead to blue i think of an 80 pound blue is like a 50 pound flathead yeah in my mind just on raw numbers they yeah. grow yeah they just get big bigger. they just yeah. get huge huh. yeah and it's awesome i i'm gonna go like a little extravagant i want to go back to the amazon yeah and I, that worked but have it your trip this time and not kind of the trip you had last time the there are some holes in your trip that you'd like to fill yeah i'd like to have water the whole time water would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> i mean as a viewer i didn't i haven't heard about this i i didn't want to look like a pretty sweet trip and i haven't disclosed the outfitter wasn't it yeah kind of yeah. airplane i mean that thing looked phenomenal it was fun. it was a dinosaur dude yes. um so i it, watched a lot of jeremy wade growing up me too and, dude and uh that seems i mean i didn't really know you know you but like hey i i know this guy know of him we right. fish in the same community right he's over there catching other pimas and i'm like <laughs> You know, you gotta check this out. I've been check this out. I saved for that trip for so long, and I'm saving again already. Like, um, we were talking about credit cards. Yeah, because you don't have one, right? I don't. I've never had a credit card. So I put everything on a credit card, and then all the points that I build up, they're going towards my plane ticket to get back down there. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I'm not gonna use any of those points until I have enough to get a plane ticket to. The more expensive one would be Manaus in Brazil. I was in Guyana. That would be a cheaper one. So ideally, I'd go back to Guyana. Plus, the only fit part of the fishing that sucked was the catfish. Well, like, you went the wrong time of year. Yeah. Well, I mean. Now, is that where the wells catfish? No, those are in Europe. Okay. But um, they have red tails. They have um, paraiba, which are the really big ones. And then uh, jow, which are basically an Amazonian flathead. And my buddy Wes got one that was every bit of 100 pounds. Down yeah. There. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he had his GoPro on him when he when yeah. he caught it. 
But I'd like to see the video of that. I'd like to see that fish. It's on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. All right. It would be the something about rapids. Something about rapids. Yeah. But the, that video, a lot of stuff happens. He gets the fight on part of the fight on camera, and then I put a picture up. The The highlight of my fishing that day was the uh, there's a fish called Pyara or vampire fish. Yep. And we beat the brakes off of them <laughs> for like two hours. Those things look freaking. And wild. they fight like nothing yeah. you've ever seen in your life um i've already told this story but i'll tell it again i caught one that was 25 ish maybe pushing 30 pounds i hooked it on an okuma citrix 350 which is a 350 size low profile and when i you're reeling in a six inch deep diving plug as fast as you can turn the handle and it just stopped and turned the other direction for 30, 40 yards before I gained an inch. Oh, <laughs> and then it my. jumps clear out of the water with that gaping mouth and teeth everywhere, shaking its head, and that plug's going back and forth. I'm like, stay oh, in. please stay. And somehow I got him to the boat and, you know, a lot of his buddies, but that was the 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 highlight the highlight of the day for me. Yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. And then you go back to camp and see your buddy caught up. 100 pounder oh he yeah, told me at like noon <laughs> yeah because i i had to take i had some gi i had some gi issues which comes with the territory right there. and yeah. I, we had to pull over to a sandbar for me to um, empty yep and, <laughs> and then they were fishing on the other side and he had just caught that well they caught it 20 minutes before we got there because we got they were fishing on the other side we roll up on the on a different bank cast lines out fish for 15 minutes i'm like i gotta go (laughs) and we go to the sandbar and after i'm done they uh they pull up and he tells me about it that's awesome it's pretty cool it's funny you speak about that because i remember what the one night ryan and i were out that one spot and uh you had the gi moment yeah he lives it yeah, and, and I'm like, Ryan, we're like 30 feet away from shore, maybe if that, yeah. right? And yeah. I'm like, I gotta go first thing in the morning, right over the boat. Oh yeah, right over the boat. Yep, that's uh, that's a normal trip that, for me. That's I, not, yeah. It, I'd never go outdoors unless I have toilet paper with me. Yeah, had it been it anybody is. else, I'd have been like, Fuck, I'm probably gonna get in the water. It's right. <laughs> we take care of shit and keep going. Yeah. The, yeah, it wasn't an hour later, probably, caught a teener. Yeah, yeah. it smelled like shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure did. Didn't eat that yeah. way. We weren't fishing upstream. <laughs> How about you, man? Like, what's your, your trip? My favorite trip would have nothing to do with destination or species it'd just be who i'm with you know, sure either, either being with family or some good, well that can make it or break friends. any trip you yeah. could go on a dream trip with shitty people and all of a sudden it's a nightmare trip yes. yeah. yeah so i you know i'm pretty laid back if as long as flathead are involved that pretty much a dream trip as long as i'm with the people i want to be with sure you know? sure no that was one nice yeah. thing about the amazon trip was everybody i'd, I'd only the only two people i knew 
in person was my brother and my buddy Wes, and I knew they were good, yeah. but I didn't know anybody else in the whole group. Which is scary. You know, you never know. Yeah. And right. then you get one this, asshole could ruin the whole trip. Well, exactly. then you have That's everybody. Why don't take Jeremy. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's not wrong. <laughs> But all the shit that went down, yeah, if you have somebody who's a little uptight, that could take it down, big time downer. But by the time the trip was over, it's like, I would totally do this trip again with this exact same group of guys. So Which much so awesome. yeah. that I have one plan for this fall, yeah. not to the Amazon, but um, going with two two of those guys again. Well, actually, three of them, yeah. Which is awesome. Three of the five were on the, well, four, counting me, four of the five people going on this trip were on that Amazon trip. Yeah. Like you said, it's probably worse with people you don't know. You just uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they could yeah. be they could be like minded like you, or yep. they could be completely yep. different. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ed, talk about your kayak a little bit. Spencer Ooh. and I, Spencer and I do a lot of kayak fishing. And I know you. Kinda, I forgot about you your got kayak. One yeah, last year. I do. I got a twelve T, and I'm hoping to get flathead on it this year. Yeah, those are yeah, good river kayaks. They really yeah. are. They're stable. Yeah. They they don't track the greatest, but it doesn't really matter going down a river. I've had I haven't had it in the river. I've had it in some pretty big bodies of water, but it's heavy. It's a workout. Oh yeah, I mean it'll definitely. But you can haul man from the boys. You can I haw mean, a pile yeah. of shit in yeah. it too. But you yeah, know. I want to take it in the river. So what are, what are some things that you've added to it or you want to add before you're done with it? I just got a uh, brush clip. I just got one of them. That's Very about, key if you're going to river fish. I think yeah. I'm going to put an anchor trolley on the other side. I like to have one on both sides. Yeah. But I got, that makes a difference in current. I got a fish up. finder. I don't know how, you know, if that's going to do much good in the river. But as long as it tells depth. That's yeah. all you need. It is handy to be able yeah. to read the depth. Yeah, yeah but... If you go to reservoirs or something and you're actually trolling out of your kayak, it's nice to have the speed. So as long as it reads depth and speed, you don't need anything else. I don't think so. Not in a kayak. I think I got it pretty decked out to where I want it now. Perfect. So. Well, now there's, it's just enjoying time. Yeah, I just need yeah. to get it out in the river. There is a balance on those, too, because you add too much shit on them, and then it just becomes a circus every time you put want to put it on the water. So yeah. I, I think for me, like the more I've kayak fished, the less stuff I have on mine. That's what I'm learning too. Yeah. When I first took it out, I just took a pole, you know. I'm yep. like, okay, now I'm gonna take more poles. Then I'm gonna take a crate. Then I'm gonna take a net. And now it's just like I don't want all this stuff. <laughs> right? It just gets in the way. It just gets yeah. in the way. Absolutely right. Well, space is at a premium and you know, like it doesn't take that much to clutter up a boat and then a kayak is even yeah. the yeah. next step up on that. Especially if you're doing a camping trip or a multi-day trip. Yeah, I'm not. For my own, you know, balance and everything, I don't stand up on it. You know, I haven't haven't got to that point. Dude, I I don't like to stand up on it. Yeah, it's only in emergencies that I do. Yeah. You know, but I get up on my knees if I need to, like, move from one side to grab... Or take a leak. Bait or beer, take yeah. a leak. I'll get on my knees. But if I need to take I a really leak, I just up. take it to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. It just that. depends on what I'm doing. Like if I'll we're piss set- everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, it washes off is what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have done the 32-ounce Gatorade bottle trick, but I found out if I drink too many beers, I fill that thing <laughs> up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's usually my 
my peeing habit is we're clipped off to a brush pile and had about eight beers and man it's time to pee so you just kind of get up on your knees on your seat and yeah but that's make, the time. make sure nothing you're eating or drinking is <laughs> right. on the side that you're peeing <laughs> off of <laughs> that's the only time though i wouldn't go to the bank yeah. when you're clipped off you yeah. got baits out yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're in set the perfect up. spot. Yeah. That, that, that kayak's heavy. I mean, I drug it a half mile into where I wanted to be. At one Ooh, time. you got a workout because yeah. I had one. I know what and you're talking I about. Messed around all day on the water, and then I'm like, man, no, I, gotta I still hike gotta get all back. the way back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, I went through three kayak carts. You know, well, yeah. that's what I was gonna ask if you got wheels. Yeah, but it's still it's. Yeah, it balances keys. You got to get everything balanced. I know it's expensive, but the expensive wheels really are worth it if you're going to be doing that stuff. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't dig as much. I haven't got into the kayaks yet. Just dig down and everything. Oh, yeah. The mud, the sand. Yep. Then you're just pulling the sled anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I pulled them down. That would be a pretty good, I mean, back to the the ultimate trip would be to catch a flathead off of. You guys make it look so much fun. Because it is. You want to catch a blue cat, you should catch your first blue cat off a kayak. It is awesome. Well, it doesn't... In reservoirs. Like your your videos, it doesn't look like they're pulling you anywhere. In reservoirs, they are. In reservoirs. They have to be able to pull you. You don't reel the fish in. You reel yourself to To the the fish, fish. and then the fish comes up. Sure, yeah. Because you're trolling along, all of a sudden you do a complete 360... And he takes you wherever he's going. That would be the that would be the rush that <laughs> yes, I need. It, yes, it is awesome. It is unbelievable. I will say though, blues and the more I fish for them, because I used to think they were just a big channel cat, and they are not. Yeah, there there are some crossover similarities, but you don't pile them up like you do channel cats lots of times. So yeah. make sure if you're going to do the kayak thing. Being a comfy one because you're probably going to be out there a while. Well, yeah. Not a whole lot of people pile up fish like you do either, Spencer. Well, the yeah. power of, the power of editing makes it look a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, those. Yeah. You know, those, time, his time last few videos, we spent eight to twelve hours on the water to make a video. Someday, make a nineteen slow, oh, yeah. nineteen minute yeah. video because yeah. <laughs> it was pretty slow when it was cold. Down. Yeah, and it took me a little bit to figure that all out when I started watching the videos. I'm like. Yeah. Man, how the hell do they do this? Catch a fish all the time. All the time. <laughs> they don't ever go out and get skunked. No. Like, <laughs> that you see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Those they, are called research trips. Yeah. So, <laughs> those so earlier, I told I told my old lady, like, hey, I got invited for this uh, podcast. She's like, you don't know how to fish. <laughs> I got the same reaction. Man. I was like, oh. oh She's like, he got hacked. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're not too. <laughs> you know what? My wife tells me the same thing. Yeah. I tell her she's bad luck. <laughs> I catch them when you're not along. That, that's exactly right. That's what happens for me, too. So I catch my, when she's not there. My it goes back theory. to the whole quiet theory, I think. Pictures. Well, so that's part of it. And then I don't. Like, when I'm by myself, I'll just go. You know, if, if I'm fishing here, I'm not catching anything, I'm going and trying something different, trying yeah. a different spot. Yep. When I take her... We're, we're devoted. We're about comfort. We're, we're comfort, about, yeah. yeah. And comfort doesn't always about, produce yeah. fish. That's correct. Unless That's you're exactly in a right. 20-foot jet boat. But <laughs> we were not. <laughs> Does she like the boat? Has she been out on it? Yeah, she likes bit? it. 
it's big and stable you know you yeah. can walk around in it we we took it out on the lake air and, mattress what take an air mattress put it on we have a camp we just no. we went out one day and trolled for channel cats and with a couple friends and fried them up in the boat and that was a good time that was a good time yeah, that that's like a good, good time. time had a bunch of dogs running around the boat plenty of room for dogs to run around the boat as long as they're woody size yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I've got a Dana and a St. Bernard. That, those I, don't go great. I had that. a bull mastiff in the yeah. boat, and he was just fine. Oh, man. Well, it's, you got to keep in mind, this I'm is sure a 20 are. foot long sure. John boat. You know, yep. it weighs. 1800 pounds you know if yeah. you have a 100 100 to 150 pound dog running around it it's, moves like not a, a couple canoe. inches yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. yeah all right next thing we're going to talk about is the craziest things you've seen in the outdoors while you're fishing hunting just ryan, walking around ryan projectile shitting off the front of my boat that's what i do that's what i bring to the table if you don't want to see somebody shit don't take me fishing. <laughs> or me uh, like I said, I I trap, I hunt, I fish. Everywhere I go is toilet paper. I'd bring it with me. Yeah. You need a Charmin sponsorship. <laughs> I swear in the wintertime when I'm trapping early in the mornings, I poop more outside than I do inside. You probably all, all do. Long. You probably do. <laughs> because I wake up, I've got to get my three out. I poop three times every morning. Well, in the wintertime, when I get up at 3 34 o'clock all three of those times are outside <laughs> yep and they're quick because it's yeah, cold out there yeah <laughs> all right anyway so the craziest things you've seen while you're out outdoors or odd or odd or odd just something worth other mentioning. other than like shady people at the boat ramp i mean i've yeah boat i've really seen a lot of times attract What's well, your theory on that one, Ed? Like, what is it about a freaking boat ramp that just pulls in shady people? Man, I don't know. But... <laughs> I don't know, but the it does attract them. Probably. I mean, the convenience. The gravel roads. Kind of lets them think they're going to be able to get away with a little more out there, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of what brings me out there. Scoot. Scoot. <laughs> Do what I want. I get a kick out of this stat. The last two years, each year, I've seen four trees fall. It That's is amazing. Exa- yeah. Yes, it's crazy. Because I've heard them, but he's seen them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been out together. I mean, I've been like, out oh, that was a and seen fell. trees yeah. fall when it's windier and shit out. Sure. But yeah. when out, craziest time out fishing, I didn't see them because it was dark out. But I could. <laughs> I felt like, okay, uh, I'm I'm alone, and I'm hearing noises. <laughs> I'm thinking Bigfoot. <laughs> That's always my go-to. He is, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> it is. Like, and he's probably going to pick me up, wipe his ass with me. Yeah. So, and, I just hope yeah. it's cool. So, yeah. And then this him. was like multiple trees falling down in a row, like two, three trees falling down in a row. Maybe it was a domino effect on some bad trees. I don't know. But I wasn't taking the chance. I loaded up, and I got stuck out of there. <laughs> If he's willing to destroy his own habitat to get me out of there, I'm yeah. gone. If I'm texting and calling people. Like, they're like, you know, you're you pussy. And this, that's not happening. Yeah. You Just know I'm here. You shouldn't <laughs> drink and hunt. Okay. <laughs> no, this was fishing. Okay. <laughs> it's okay to fish it and is. drink, right? It's a prerequisite, yes. No, I don't, I don't uh, drink and hunt. So... <laughs> 
I can operate a fish and pull drunk. Not I feel like I cast further when I've been drinking. My elbows lubricated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My shoulders too. Yeah. Get a little more oomph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, one weird one. I was fishing not too far from here, a little low head dam, and you can park right next to it. And there was a big dead tree, and I would always park under it. I don't know why. It was just like a convenient spot to pull up to. And that particular day, there was a bunch of buzzards in the tree. So I'm thinking, I don't want to park my truck under here and have them shit all over it. <laughs> so I parked in a different spot. What does buzzard shit smell like? You think it would be horrible. Rancid, I'm sure. <laughs> well, they didn't shit on my truck, horrible. so I don't know. But <laughs> That's some research you need to work on. <laughs> you're the critter guy. That's <laughs> on you. It probably smells like your yard does the first Probably. week of march yeah. <laughs> when everything thaws out all your all the dead carcasses thaw out <laughs> but one of those branches is big around as i don't know 55 gallon drum and probably eight feet long um broke off and landed right where i normally park my truck and i was like thank you buzzards <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't i don't know i mean you always run across some stuff. Otters. You know? I had otters sneak yeah. up on me when I was walleye fishing. And I say sneak up, but it was November. Actually, it was the last week in October, right around Halloween. And I don't know, it's kind of a perfect eerie time of year, I guess. But it was an eerie night. Like It was cool, crisp, a little breezy, you know, blowing leaves across the river type. So there's noise all the time. Yeah, and then I heard crunching coming through the woods overhead. And this is a very, very, very steep, rocky bank. And so you were in their path. Anything coming down isn't usually going to go back up, something like that. Right. So I hear it sounded like something big walking up in the the timber through the, the dead leaves. It's funny how and everything can make you feel real small for a Right. Yeah. Well, I look over my shoulder, and I see a head pop up over the, the edge of the bank, and it was an otter. <laughs> and, Hi, Spencer. <laughs> how many coons have you seen do that to you? Oh, I mean, while you've been out flyhead fishing. All the time, whatever. but usually yeah. they're quiet. Yeah, they're they're fairly quiet. They You don't even have I've, – I've had them where you don't even know they're next to you until, like, they scratch a rock or something on accident, and it's like – until they, <laughs> it's then you lights, yeah. lights board, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, was it last year when we camped down in Texas? It was the last trip, so it was last year. Yeah. And I woke up and I was nose to nose with a raccoon. I was mm-hmm. sleeping on my cot outside of my tent because I've missed several fish from sleeping in a tent yep. and not being able to get out of the tent. So I usually just sleep on a cot right beside my yeah, fishing pole. Right beside the poles. So in the, you know, dead of night I wake up and there's a rack <laughs> face to face with me and I jump. He he literally jumped over my poles into the water and took off swimming. <laughs> he just wanted you to pet it. <laughs> Something I thought he liked my breath. It probably smelled horrible. Oh. We were out there for like three, four days in a row. Yeah. <laughs> He thought it was the old garbage pit. That was a fun trip. That was a fun trip. I've heard one of your exes probably say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they probably all agree. <laughs> all right. Sometimes you catch a fish and you're like, all right, got a fish. And some fish just get you pumped up, get you fired up, get you excited. What's the checklist that 
that moves that fish from, all right, I got a fish to you're excited about it. What's, what's some things that... Like why is one fish get you more jack yeah. than another fish? Yeah, you might catch 15 fish that day, but that one fish got you fired up. Head Ed, head. what do you think? What are some things that get you excited about a fish? Size. Size? Yeah. So let's say you're catfishing, channel catfishing. What size would get you pumped up? Channel cat? Yeah. I'd get pumped up on a five pound. Five pound. I mean, That's five pounds a good channel cat. Absolutely. I mean, if you're catching a bunch of little ones all day and then you're catching <coughs> five pounds, you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I did yeah. something. Yep. <laughs> so it's just comparably speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you're this has been happening, and then you have an outlier, and the outlier is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? What's one thing that gets you fired up? Uh They all get me fired up. <laughs> I'm just excited uh, yes, all the time. I that's am. Anytime, any, yes, anytime uh, my pole moves, <laughs> I'm excited. Well, that's because you only go twice a year. That's right? exactly right. <laughs> What'd you catch? I had three nibbles. It was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> what about you, Spencer? I've seen you fired up a few times. What are some checklists? What are some things that I'd say kind of set a fish apart? I'd say catching a bigger fish than you, but that always happens. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the ones that get me the most jacked up are the fish that I just think they're cool. Like the flathead I caught in February was half a pound. He put a bigger smile on my face than I caught a 40 pound blue. Literally. You got a pretty smile, too. Well, thank you. There we go. <laughs> Four thousand dollars in braces. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. But I, I caught a, a forty pound blue that I was jacked up about. But then I caught a half pound flathead, and I was just even, made your day. Even more static over yeah. that flathead because I just think they're so cool. Same with walleyes. Well, and you caught a flathead in February. Well, the, not it, many people get to do it that. Was 80, well, it was seventy five degrees out. Where we're, where we're at, <laughs> nobody. Unless you snag that. them, you're not catching them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, just any fish that I think is a cool fish hybrid stripers i think they're badass real like oceanic striped bass or super badass fish that's my gripe against largemouth it's not that i have a real issue with anybody who fishes with largemouth for largemouth i like to poke fun because they take it really serious <laughs> and if anybody <laughs> takes right. anything too serious i'm gonna poke fun at absolutely you. It's, and those are bass fish because then yeah. your fun becomes my fun right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I just don't find largemouth that interesting. Now, a smallie, on the other it was hand, like how, I think they live a really cool, interesting life. How do you sep them, separate the men from the boys? Well, don't they say that God God put bass on this planet <laughs> so everyone could catch a fish? God put walleyes on this planet to That's separate right. the men That's from the boys? That's what it was. <laughs> and then my flathead eat your walleye. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that walleye fishermen are some of the snobbiest fishermen on the water i'd have to or, go to fly fishermen how many fly fishermen do you run across not I, not around here i have better friends than that <laughs> <laughs> you are the only friend of that i know that owns, owns a fly right oh bill does too bill fred yep yep so you two are the the outcasts you own fly rods yeah and i've casted it i probably cast it a hundred times yeah our GoPro died. Uh-oh. 
Well, we got the gist. Oh, of shucks, it, I'm know. off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Not just really going to get rid of <laughs> There's no video evidence. Jeremy's going to let loose now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just I the, the fish that get me the most si- excited are the fish that I think are the coolest. Yeah. 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 That's why the Amazon was so amazing. I really wanted catfish, but every single fish down there fought like crazy. And like in saltwater, you can get away with 2X, 3X strength hooks. You can't down there. And I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Like, how how hard can these fish really pull? Holy crap, can they pull? Especially, like you said, saltwater is a whole nother level versus freshwater. And I would argue because everything in saltwater is on the menu. But it's the same in the Amazon. I say it yes. is. Yeah. And that's why I I'm went saying. deep sea fishing one time, never so damn sick in my life. <laughs> I was out on the boat for eight hours, three and a half hours out in the ocean, sick. I would have been right there throwing up next to you, but oh, you're man. not alone. <laughs> and it wasn't until, you know, we anchored down and we got the whole motion of the ocean, that's when I got sick. Yep. Yeah. When and you're I, moving, it don't bother you. No. Yep. No, and I was had sick. I known the captain's like, because I brought a 12-pack with me, you know. It was 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was on vacation. Sick. I should have I, I should have just started drinking. Yeah. At 7 o'clock in the morning, I would have been fine. No, probably. you wouldn't have. You would have no? been worse. Worse? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. At least you would have had something to throw up and you wouldn't yeah, have been, been like, even. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the, it <laughs> would have been terrible. lubricated, I bet. Well, yeah, I shouldn't say you would have been worse. If you would have been hung over, you definitely would have been worse, and that's what I hear about. I would assume. Oh no! I, well, I might have been hung over. I was on vacation <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, yeah it was. I chances been, are. Chances are, it was a pretty strong thing that I was hung over to begin with. But yeah, I haven't I haven't been offshore since I got sick. I've I got a buddy. I haven't, I haven't either. I got a buddy. Every time we go to Erie, he gets motion sickness, but well, he still keeps going. Can you see? <laughs> Like he literally spends half the day on the bottom of the boat. And this the skipper if, told me like, and it was this check that she she cooked inside the cabin mm-hmm. and everything on this charter boat. And she's like, next time, take your motion sickness pills or whatever when you leave Iowa, start taking them if you know you're just gonna get do it this. built up. Yeah, in your get system. it built up in your system. Because by the time they did the you know the roll on the ginger ale and too everything, late. it was way too late. Yep. And yeah. I was I was sick even the next day after I got back back to land, which I was, sucks. You know, because I know you were looking forward to that to get out there and do some. Fishing. I mean, I still caught fish as I'm puking and reeling at the same time a few times. Like, and that's why we like it. Yes, <laughs> nothing's gonna hold me back. Yeah. So in Erie, do you go so far you can't see shore? Most of the time, yeah. Because that's yeah, I would be the same. Yep. Then that's valuable information. Yeah. I would have to start taking the Dramamine. Bef- yeah, like before I walk out the door. Yeah, and and he's one of the guys that goes every single year. Mm-hmm. But every single I year, never... he spends half the day on the bottom of the boat. Well, you know, <laughs> does he not take Dramamine, or does it not know. help? Some people it doesn't help that much. That was my first time ever being offshore that far. Yeah. And I, I don't think I've ever. I fished my whole life on big lakes around here, you know. But it's, never you, thought I'd have the problem. It's I thought motion it was gonna sickness. Be, it's, yeah. If you can see the bank, you have that point of reference. It doesn't screw with your equilibrium. But once you lose that, point I thought of reference, it was going to be my girlfriend and her baby sister at the time. Like yeah. they're going to be, you know, I'm a fisherman. <laughs> 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 they're going to be sicker than shit. I'm yeah. going to have fun. Yeah, you know. 
especially if it's you know it was like 75 bucks a person i think yeah like, yeah i spent 75 bucks to be sick all day <laughs> At least it wasn't like one of those four-person charters where you're spending twelve hundred to go. Oh out there. yeah, yeah. They're usually a marlin. Selfish. Just depends on where you go. Yeah, they're that'd all fun they're all eight hundred to twelve hundred bucks. That'd probably be another dream, a dream catch. I would. I have no desire to go marlin fishing because all it is is high-speed trolling. Yeah. I mean, you're just sitting in a boat that's going fast, drinking beer. You might catch one. You might not. <laughs> Yeah, you you could spend twelve hundred bucks and not even get a bite. Real easy, marlin fishing. Well, yeah, but that one bite would yeah. be awesome. Yes, yes it would. Well, they you say, see that Volkswagen I just got? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I bet say, it was at the bottom of a dam, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Your uncle's seen it. <laughs> His roommate's uncle's nephew. Yes, that's right. Was it underwater? He was welder. a diver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, they say of all the big fish, marlin are marlin and tuna are your two hardest fighters. Really? No, one of those guys I went to the Amazon with, uh, Ronnie. He's a retired DEA agent. He is awesome. He is as Texan as they freaking come. <laughs> I would impersonate him, but I wouldn't do it justice. So I'm not even going to try. But he was undercover in Panama for like four years, and they would. You know, you could still live a little bit even when you're undercover, and he'd do some offshore trips and stuff like that. And he said, you'll only ever want to catch one big yellowfin tuna because it is just misery for two really? hours, depending oh. on the gear you hook them on. But wow. it's like, like one to two hours of just misery. Well, they're so <laughs> wide. If they turn sideways, but the, you're they're, to... they're like a football. They're built, they're like a, a football shape with a sickle tail that can swim a bajillion miles an hour and i've noticed we'd have to fact check that yes that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and if you cut one open they bleed it everywhere and every fish i've ever caught that if it's just chock full of blood it seems like they fight the hardest i mean jack the oxygen that's what i'm saying yeah. the endurance sure. a tuner like that never thought of that that way beneath like that jack cravels you cut a jack cravel open up on the beach and it looks like there was a murder scene i mean there's a pool of blood like is is big around I mean a yard wide, yeah. you know, and just from slicing open this fish, it just and they make wonderful shark bait, probably for that reason. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I bet, probably, yeah. yeah. But they fight. I mean, I, I caught a thirty pounder on twelve pound line, it took me an hour and a half. A legit hour and a half. Which not was like, cool the whole yeah. time. <laughs> this thing has gotta be a thousand pounds. Well, I watched him eat it. I knew I was fishing for Spanish mackerel and this fish was cruising by ten feet away. And I ran Give my it the old pitch. No, right I, I thought about yanking it away from him at the last moment. I just left it because he he you learned I, that bass fishing. What's that? The, the pitch. The pitch. <laughs> I grew up bass fishing. Not ashamed to admit it. Yeah, they got eyeballs like this big, and you know, I he saw it and I saw him turn on it, his, and then his hand was like golf ball size, roughly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and, it's hard to see over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had six pounds of pressure on this fish, 12 pound line. So you're like the most you dare put on it with 12 pound line. He towed me a mile, every bit of a mile. That's crazy. Yeah. That'd be blast. So you're on your kayak when you did it? Yeah. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. On, on shore, you didn't stand a chance. No, he would have spooled me on yep. that, on that year the for only, sure. Yeah. The only way that you landed that was because you were mobile. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing, well, the beginning of the fight, he pulled off a hundred yards. 
And then he slowed. While you were getting towed behind him. No, I wasn't. Oh, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. But then he finally slowed down where he just towed me for like a mile. (laughs) (laughs) You're on your phone. I'm not sure where I'm going. Yeah. I'm China. We're going to see this one through. I think I was on my way to Cozumel at that point. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get here? Well, it's a weirdest story. You ever read the book Old Man in the Sea? A little like that. I'm little Spencer in a car. They call you for your extended warranty out there. Right. <laughs> you guys got any trips planned? You got any or any trips that you'd love to take? We already went over the love to take. Though. Well, the love to take. Are, My are love we, to take is going to be going with you guys this year. That we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, if if that water comes up and we don't have to travel near as far oh that'd be sweet to find some big fish you bet that would be that would be a, that'd be, a be an more, ideal trip a, that more I, common occurrence that i would love to take we'll, we will make that happen well you fortunately you live pretty close to some good water yeah yeah what about you ed what, you got any plan going no, really. any wish list you're going to check off this year no i don't think so what about your Minnesota trips? You want to go up? How about, I go to South Dakota about every other year ice fishing. You want to go up next year? Yeah, let's do I it. I mean, I got a group of about 10 to 14 guys, depending on the year, and we just go up and we spend, you know, four or five days. Yep. I get drunk, so you can just watch me get drunk. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a good time. So, no, next time we plan something, I'll get a hold of you. Hey, Brad right, catches cool. all we'll the fish. He takes work. credit for it. That mm. works great. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's... Usually it's, that's my job. <laughs> you know, you go up there and, yeah, you know, somebody's set up in a better spot than another person. That's ice fishing. You know, unless you're mobile, you know, somebody's going to kill them and somebody's not going to see anything. Right. And you could yeah. be yep. 10 foot apart from each other. Yeah. You know, but... That is ice fishing. That is ice that fishing. That is ice fishing. If you're not mobile, either you're in them or you're not. You got what anything? about you, Spencer? You got a trip coming up, don't you? Yeah. Do I dare bring it up? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, this is your option. You don't have to. That's true. <laughs> well, the, anybody... The anticipation is going to kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> anybody listening to this is like, like the best fans I have, you and, know, and I appreciate it. And so. who knows when this podcast coming out? You might be back by then. No shit, because <laughs> we got a bunch that we got to get done. Right. So. No, I'm going to Spain. I'm gonna fish for whales. No shit. Big old whales. Yes. Dude, all right. It sounds crazy. It's not that expensive of a trip. It's not like it's not. Well, it's not like I, it's not really any more expensive than say your Florida trip. I bet. Really, plane tickets were six fifty, and then the outfitter cost. You get guide, lodging, food, seven hundred bucks for a week. Tackle, tackle bait. everything. Yeah. licenses. Light. So yeah, crazy. I mean, if you wanted to do it real stingy, you could do that for fifteen hundred bucks a person, easy. Huh. Yeah, which is crazy for yeah. a trip of a lifetime. You could catch a what three hundred pound wells? It's possible, but a hundred pounds is very realistic. Yeah, that's special big fish. Yeah, I've never caught a hundred pound catfish. I, I want to catch hundred pound catfish. And you get to see a part I've of the world that you've never, yeah. ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You can spend that going to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, yeah. Probably. I mean, I'm gonna mostly spend, on beer, probably. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that's what I was gonna add is like I'll probably spend another three hundred bucks in booze over the course. Yeah, <laughs> like airport beers, you know, they don't give those they, away. They're not cheap. They, they are proud of them. And if I'm gonna they be, do taste good. I'll be on an airplane for eleven hours or eleven and a half hours. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yep. they might not even allow you to have booze on planes in the economy anymore. What? Because of COVID? You have to be sure 11 hours, I'd have a late cramp, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I think the only people who get to drink are first class. Really? Yeah. I'd be sneaking a flask on or something. <laughs> yeah. It might happen. Yeah. Then you get terrorist threats because you had a yep. liquid in a container. I'm drunk. <laughs> no, really, it's just bourbon. I swear. I'm just. I'm a drunk. T- All right, I'm a drunk terrorist. You got. <laughs> Let me go fishing. Let me alone. Right. What is one thing in the outdoors that you want to learn more about? What's something? And I'll start this one off. So you give you guys a little time to think. Cause that's kind of a tricky question, but mine's mushrooms. You know, I hunt morels. I love morels. You know, I, you know, the hen of the woods. I found some of those. You know, the chicken of the woods, which is a slightly different variation of it. I've I've found some of those, but there is a whole list of fall mushrooms that I know nothing about. Puffballs. Yeah. Puffballs. Oh, they're awesome. They are great. And that's one thing I want to take the time. And the the information's out there. I know it is. I just haven't taken the time to learn it. To research. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, you know, before next fall, I want to do some research so I can not only get spring morels, but I can do some fall mushroom hunting as well. And that's something that I've always been interested. I know they're out there. I know people, you know. But fall mushrooms are a lot more secretive than the morel mushrooms in it's the like spring. It's like Fight Club. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, most of the people that get them are like the older generation or yep. someone who's been taught by the older generation. Hell, growing so, up, I didn't even know which, there was an option to, like, there were edible mushrooms other than morels. Yes, that's exactly right? what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't until I was a little older that all I knew was morels, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then pheasant backs, once in a while, you get them young. Uh, or, pheasant you know. back. I always get more pheasant backs early, mm-hmm. and then the morels start. Yeah, once you start yeah. finding little grays, the pheasant backs are usually oh, they're they're perfect. right they're right there. Yeah. yeah, but by the time like the bigger grays and yellows and the pheasant backs are usually drying up, and mm-hmm. but that's something I really want to dive into more, just because it'll get me outdoors a little more. That's you true. Know? It's it's something yeah. in the fall that you know I I usually try to amp up my activity before trapping season because that's pretty hard on the body. Oh, I'm sure. I'm going all the time, so that would give me, you know, a jump start on it. Sure. That'd be my preseason. Yeah. So that's one thing I really want to learn more about. What about you, Ed? Is there anything that you're uh, interested in? Maybe bow hunting. I think yeah. bow hunting would be because, I don't know, it just seems primitive and pretty cool. Very, very primitive. I'm Take a bow, I'm a bow hunter. Our, our last podcast was with uh, Outdoor Dan Young, mm-hmm. and he is a huge bow hunter. That's that's his love. Very that's phenomenal bow hunter. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, that's that's one of the main things he loved about it was it, it's more primitive. It's more personal. It's yeah. It's something that that's you what I feel like really be. have to earn. Yeah. You know, it's... You have, and you do, you have to earn it. Because... You have to bring the deer to you. You know, you're rifle hunting, you're shotgun hunting, you're shooting long distances. With a bow, 
you're 30, 40, 50 yards, maybe. If you're very active. I, personally, I've been bow hunting for, I don't know, 10 years now. I don't shoot over 30 yards. Yeah. I'll let it go. I don't care if it's the biggest one I've ever seen. Okay, I'll take that back. I've probably lobbed an arrow. (laughs) I've lobbed an arrow at my younger stage of bow hunting. Yes. But I've learned not to take that shot because of that. I've wounded deer, seen them suffer... So I don't take that shot at him. What about bow fishing? Yeah. Does that interest you uh, at all? Yeah, it does. It does me too. It Man, does. you just lit up more than you yeah. lit up this yeah. whole podcast. <laughs> I was just talking about that with a buddy at work. Yeah. That he does that. And I thought, Man, that, that'd be fun. That would be cool. fun. I, I really, I've got some buddies who do do it, but I've never really partaken in that. And that would be, that'd be a good, I mean, yeah. I've shot some carp off a bridge. <laughs> yes. You know, you see them swimming in six inches of water and you get, yeah. Whack him. Go yeah. grab your arrow. Yeah. I've done the same thing. I've never got the real men with the reel yeah. on it. But I've shot that would carp be fun. too. That'd be a good time. Yeah. If I'm doing it, I want to go shoot like big head and silver carp. Yeah. You're yeah. talking forty pounders. Go bigger. Yeah. Go <laughs> but yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? What do you want to learn about? Uh turkey hunting. Yeah. Oh, never, they never were gobbling their asses off on uh, Monday. I've never turkey hunted. Out of all the outdoor stuff I've ever done, it's all fall hunting. You know, spring I'm fishing or I'm shed hunting. Hey, I want those places. Do you do you hunt deer hunt on private ground? Yeah. You think they'd care if you turkey hunted? No. Okay. <laughs> and there's turkeys just, there. Just putting two and two together. <laughs> just just throw. <laughs> I I might be willing to you know just tag along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually, it was just uh, last week I went out shed hunting at my private spot, and there was probably thirteen turkeys out there. And when I was right when I pulled up, I was I watched one flare up, strut, strut, and I was like, man. This is this would be fun to be turkey a turkey hunter. I've never done it. I've watched a lot yeah. of videos, watched a lot of the hunting public, you know, and a lot of my friends turkey. It's so hunt. much fun. And deer, I've never I've never done. I it. don't give a shit about deer. I can respect a big big buck like you see a big yeah, buck. Yeah, big and you're buck. Like, wow, and that's a really impressive creature. Turkey hunt gets me jacked. My and my <laughs> thing about the whole big buck thing is, is I haven't shot a deer in two years. Yeah, it's because I want that big buck. Well, you can't you shoot big the, bucks if, if you shoot little that's bucks. That's exactly right. Yeah. You only get so many tags. Yep. Well, for me, um, I'd like to learn a little more survival stuff. Like I, I've read Ooh. some survival books and I know a few things, you know, and apply it here and there. But to most of it's trial and error. You're like, oh, that wouldn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna die this time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I'd I'd like to everything I watch on TV is survival, yeah. everything. Well, it's really interesting. Most of it's yeah. Alaska or you know. But to, to have some more is. skills and be able to apply them, I, I don't have to know everything how about about everything. How but. how to be able to make a fire without anything is well, that'd be a big fire. But we have a product now that we don't have to worry about that as long as you got it. <laughs> you know, it, it's nice to have a yes. skill set. Bigfoot bushcraft. I set, fire you up, starters I set you up for a sponsored are, plug, and, and I'm just doing it. Like, I'm already doing it. Just walked over. I was just getting to it. <laughs> but Bigfoot bushcraft fire starters are freaking idiot. They are. Legit. Never heard of them. Well, now you have. Neither did I. And you can get 15% off with promo code RC15. So, <laughs> Once again, awesome. the name was? 
Bigfoot Bushcraft. That might not be the promo code, but it'll be in the description. I'm, I have a bad memory. Yeah. It, it, it kind of special. Yes. yes. <laughs> but it'd be nice to have the skill set where you don't need that. That is true, but they are awesome. They are awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. You can like, but no, I you can like dunk them in water and then light them on fire, and they burn for five, no shit. five minutes. That's awesome. You can put them in slushy sh- snow. I tried it, first time I ever used one, and I'm like, I'm gonna bury this in snow, and I lit it on fire and started. Mm-hmm. Didn't like, even have. Did you light it on fire with a lighter, a torch, or a? Like, you can a use spark. any. You can like hit it with the spark. A yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yep. You yep. Just, right, I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, they're pretty, yeah. I get something in my yeah, in my cool. bag for something like that. Yep, they're they're handy. Because I, you know, late muzzleloader season, you never know what's gonna happen. It's cold. Yeah. The, you get wet. You get in the creek. Right. Get something. You mm. need dry stuff out. You bet. Yeah. Yep. No, they're handy. But no, that's survival stuff. You know, hopefully it's one of those situations where you never need it. But it's so awesome if you need it and you got it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's It's just nice to have. It's like karate. Or that. that If you never need it, it's fine. (laughs) If you have to unleash the dragon, it's good to have. (laughs) Precisely like that. (laughs) If cost was not an option, what is the first thing you would buy for an outdoor activity? Land. <laughs> sure. no question. You just trumped everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like I dream about that. Like if I ever won the lottery, what am I getting? Land, land. land. all, all yeah. I can yeah. buy. That's exactly what goes through my mind. But, you know, I was. And when I when I thought of these questions, that never even crossed my mind. Never once. But, I'm a big picture guy, and, and it wasn't until you said yeah. land that it was yeah. like, oh, okay, have have that just trumped what I was gonna yeah. say because yeah. I was thinking like, you know, a military tent. Like, like some badass outdoor camping gear. Yeah, with like an outdoor stove and yeah, like those big. So I could camp in the in the winter. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, with a wood stove in it. That'd that, be cool. That's always what I've always wanted to. That'd be such a pain in the ass to set up. It though. would. Yeah. Especially by yourself. And yeah. you'd need like a mule or. Well, something. you would never carry. need that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But when would you ever camp in that by yourself? So you, you like elk hunters and you yeah, know, people yeah, that yeah. go way out. But they're usually if they're bringing a tent like that, they're not going alone. So a few buddies eh, and I, we did a true. we did a winter camp here in Iowa, and it was literally miserable. Retarded <laughs> 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 was was pretty close to it. And it, we we brought tarps. And we had, you know, fallen trees, and we put some tarps over it and made a lean-to, and it was raining. Oh. So <laughs> it was miserable oh, 40, shit. 40 we couldn't keep a fire going to save nothing. Uh, and, you know, by by the time Sunday hit, because we were doing it, we started on Friday, went to Sunday. And, and you made it? We made it, oh. but it was like... Were you deer hunting? Or? No. Just doing just, it to shed, do it. Shed on. It was like spring, winter, you know, in that area. The and perfect was, time for <laughs> 35 degree rain. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> and so, I, you know, and I've done a lot of uh, rut camp where I've been on a sandbar in November where it's been 30, 32 degrees, zero at night, it feels like. And I was sleeping in an ice house on a sandbar. Yeah. It was the dumbest shit I ever did, but <laughs> at the same time, it was it was great. 
And his memories you always have with Right, him. yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, it was a lot easier to get out of that 32-degree ice house than it was out of my 65-degree bed than go hunt. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In the, mor- in yeah. the morning. You're like, yeah. I'm up. I'm, I'm up not a morning person. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that clicker's going off, I'm a morning person. <laughs> I, I made um, a clicker noise as my alarm for about two days. And when I, because when it went off... I like jumped out of bed, <laughs> and like my heart's pounding. And the second time, I was like, "I can't I'm wake up like die. this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every morning, you know. I've had that dream where I'm laying there in bed, and I dream that my clicker's going off, and I instantly sit up and reach for a rod that's not there. Not there. And I wake up so disappointed. It's like the whole world just crumbles around you. So, <laughs> I I twitch when I'm asleep. Yeah. And sometimes I twitch really violently. That's called a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a violent twitch stroke. But um, I like sat up and slammed my face into the wall one time when I was asleep. Oh, <laughs> like, I didn't have black eyes, but I Is that what it. Ella told you after she beat the crap out of you? <laughs> that might have been it. <laughs> And nobody would blame her. Should have done, yeah. like, no, done the you, dishes, Spencer. Yeah. You did your Twitch thing, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ed? What are you buying? Oh, it's going to be a pond. And I'm going to set up my ice fishing stuff and not have to drag it anywhere. <laughs> I'm leaving it there. <laughs> He's going to have one set of structure he's gonna bury like seven christmas yep. trees in one spot <laughs> sounds like you need and a shack's going right above yeah you might as well buy a four-wheeler while you're at it yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that'd be awesome to have a nice pond that you can manage yourself absolutely and, and set it up the way you want it would be cool yeah thanks about time for last cast i believe man. it is last cast if you guys haven't listened last cast is anything you want to touch on anything you want to finish up with um, and just like a regular last cast, you can have as many as you want. So I had at least a dozen last cast on Tuesday. On your trip. <laughs> Did you catch one in your dozen last cast? No, but it's still worth it. Oh well, yeah, because you never know. Not even sure I know how to cast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for the invite, guys. It, it'll, it'll come back to you. I'll cast for you. I'm I am a guide for hire. <laughs> so. Bet. It's uh, kind of expensive. But. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I like to do is spend money to learn how to fish. <laughs> I feel like it's a valuable investment. Yeah. <laughs> I've wasted money on a lot worse. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> but she was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, it's literally a chance just to, you can either revisit something you've already said, talk about something you want to, say thanks, talk about whatever. Somebody pipes up about something that makes you think of something, then you can chime in too. It's just, yeah. it's basically your I'll last chance off. before you have to shut up. Yeah. I'll start off. I just want to thank both of you guys, you know, for, I messaged you, you know, a day, day and a half ago, and, and you stepped up and you came in and had some fun. You know, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Because I had a blast, you know. This was a great experience. Yeah. And you guys are welcome back anytime you want. You know, we we do we try to get a podcast a week. You know, sometimes two of them this week. Sometimes yeah. we do a couple. I'm glad to be back. Actually, so, yeah. 
any time you guys are available, let us know and we'll schedule something around your schedule. Makes me feel because, like I I knew yeah. how to fish at one time. <laughs> I got invited for a reason. <laughs> it's, it's being able to fish is not a requirement. For no, this okay. It, it's Good. Good. Right. Right. about having fun. <laughs> Ryan is here. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I own the house. <laughs> But no, I just want to thank you guys, and uh, you know, it's spring's almost upon us. You know, it's it's starting to get warm. Not really this week, but we've had some bursts of warm weather, and I love spring. It's yeah. it. You just get out of that funk. You yes. start seeing some sunshine. That haze goes away, and you know, you start mushroom hunting. You start walleye fishing. And just continue, dream and continue walleye fishing. And just <laughs> dream about those flatheads coming up the river. Mm. so thank you guys again and i by the time this podcast comes out i'll probably be probably have a 50 under your belt probably at least 40 of them (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna hope to too um i appreciate you guys inviting that's for damn sure cool it was awesome ed what do you got last what do you want to end on you know i just want to say thanks for inviting us and appreciate it Ed wouldn't even eat my food today. I, man, I, I just ate, man. And asparagus. Next time I'll Here's eat. my stomach Next time just I'll rumbling eat. right now. I'm yeah. about to go take some more out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Ed's like, I don't want your food. <laughs> Came here to talk fishing. That's what I'm going to do. Now, yeah. Jeremy, what, <laughs> Jeremy, what do you want to end on, man? Uh, I'm not sure where to end on that. Well, let's figure it out. Now's the time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll say thanks. Um, I'll throw out if, if you want to help the podcast. One big thing you can do is leave a review on Apple. That's a big one. A good review. A good review Jerks. on Apple. <laughs> and if you don't leave a good review, just make it about Ryan. Because yeah. I don't care, and everyone will understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if Jeremy's in there too, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, another thing you can do is you know get your pair. Of, Waterland sunglasses promo code RC15. They then, are the sweetest glasses I've ever wore. Yeah, like I mean, truthfully, they're, they're, they're badass. They're not the upper 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 echelon. Well, I've never wore those. The <laughs> well, don't because then you'll want a pair because that's what happened to me. But what they do have is they're a good bang for your buck and they're freaking durable. Like that's the one thing that that nobody really seems to talk about with them. I drop mine all the time and. For a plastic lens, they are the most durable plastic lenses I've ever dealt with. Spencer is the quality check guy. Like he <laughs> breaks everything. You, you, yep. you make I feel it, like you I made a right joke out of it. Whisker Seeker, they're like, if we need to figure out if this shit's gonna last, we're gonna send it to Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> There's me and another guy they send stuff to if they want to see how well. Yeah, it's I'm gonna tell last. you right now, I just got a whisker seeker yeah. this year. It rides in my razor. It's bouncing off trees. It's bouncing off everything. You know, for a composite blank, they're pretty sturdy. They have some carbon in them. Yeah, it's it's got a fish. It's got some fish. Right, right. Well, you're talking about the bouncing around part. I had a time where I had them laying, and when I had that Colorado, the seven and a halfs would fit kind of like catty corner in the bed. And Maybe a slight bend. <laughs> well, they'd have to be propped up a little bit, but yeah, I had a top. In the corner of your tailgate. Well, I'd have the butts in the corner of the tailgate, and then I'd have the, the tip section up front kind You're of propped up. You're smarter than I was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but what I didn't... We're saying didn't, you're like a D minus average. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm moving up, man. But I had a 50-quart cooler full of water and bullheads 
um, in the bed of the truck, and I was going to. It's uh, like a wrecking ball. I think, <laughs> I, think you, I think you have to drink, right? Well, I will drink. <laughs> most of the time, it's not a big deal, but I was in Des Moines and on on a ramp jumping on the interstate and i look over my shoulder to see if i can emerge and i look ahead of me and i see brake lights so i slam on mine and that cooler slides up to the front and hits those rods and as soon as i heard it thump right behind me i'm like well I guess those are gone yeah those are done and then i get to where i was going and i open up the tr- the the bed of the truck and pulled that cooler back and they were fine <laughs> i caught a fish on them yeah last month so, so the first time that you set the hook after that, you're like, well, here goes the end. Well, it's going to break. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was more of them like, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just curious. But, yeah, they're still kicking ass. Yeah, oh, the other thing, Bigfoot Bushcraft, the promo code will be in the description. I don't know why I can't remember that one. Probably because I don't think it is RC15, and that's that's what sticks with me. This one doesn't. Something else. So. <laughs> it might be Spencer Bauer. It'll be in the description. Captain dipshit. Awesome. Yeah, it work too. <laughs> Jeremy, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right, cool. Thanks for listening, right, everybody. Guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, thanks for joining. We said thank you a lot in the last five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Yep, hope you catch a giant. Vote now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.